your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, happy Tuesday. Only Tuesday. Come on. Wednesday. <laughs> I knew it was wrong. I can't play basketball anymore because I'm injured, so I forget what day it is. Because I didn't play basketball today. I thought it was Tuesday. That didn't feel right. So there we go. <laughs> Rocking you on a Wednesday. My friend Antoine, I like that. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you want to call, you want to text in, I'll turn on the text line. I almost forget to do that. I do have the color text line up now. So you want to text in. 608-785-7914. If you want to get at me, a couple of things I saw on wisdomnews.com that I thought were interesting. And the this is always great. An Onalaska driver is facing his ninth OWI charge after being arrested earlier today. He's 56 years old. Accused of trying to flee from Onalaska police. Is violating probation. His last drunk driving conviction happened six years ago here in the county where he was sentenced to four years in prison. So this is number nine. Man, what do we do about multiple drunk drivers? I mean, can't really throw him in jail. I mean, this guy went four years in jail, apparently for drunk driving. You know, maybe he did something else while drinking and driving but I mean it would have been number eight so eight eight drinking and driving charges is there a better is there another way to fix that problem besides throwing them in jail I mean there's taking their license away there's I mean what else making them come in randomly to get tested to see if they're drunk at the time come to the police station right now we're gonna see but then they have to get to the police station or we send cops to their house and then then we're using resources to send police out to randomly check for all these owis i don't know make them live give them a bus schedule so that they can't you can't drive here's a bus schedule i mean everything that we try to do to prevent them from being on the road because clearly you have a drinking problem if you've gotten your ninth OWI, even if it's been six years since your last one. You know, I'm making assumptions here, but maybe in those six years you just didn't get caught? Uh, Or you just, just, another whoops, (laughs) you know, like number nine, whoops. It's been six years. I don't know. It's hard to hard to to do that without drawing conclusions. Just using a general example, if you have ninth OWI and it's been six years, but then everything you do to try to curb that, put a GPS on that person. That's going to cost that person money. That person's probably not that well off to just spend X amount of dollars for the use of a GPS uh, interlock device on their car. Also costs money. I think it's like a monthly fee even on top of the installation. Um, and then, you know, you have your friend blowing it. Uh, 
putting them in jail. Now that's costing us money, right? Because they're in jail. And I mean, if we could figure out a way to have them not drink and drive, they don't actually need to be in jail. They should be out living life and not drinking. Uh, Jared texts in, a criminal will be a criminal. Best thing, just remove them from society. I mean, they have a drinking problem, so we got to get them to get help drinking, not drinking, not help drinking. That would be the opposite. Um, Oh, I see new text, but those are from this morning. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, criminal will be a criminal, except that they're just possibly an alcoholic. I don't. I don't feel like alcoholics are criminals. I feel like they have a disease, a problem, something they need help by, something that, you know, if we're going to put them in jail, then we should get them help. If we're going to use money to put them in jail, we should use money to get them help. But the problem there then is they need to want help. And a lot of times that's not the case. How did I get here? <laughs> let's solve the drinking problem in America or at least in Wisconsin. I think there was a report out to that Wisconsin's like number one in binge drinking. Big surprise there. Why is that? Why is it always Wisconsin? Is it because we have winter for eight months of the year, seven months of the year? Just trying to figure that out because although it is still pretty nice now, it's not going to be in November, right? Like that's about the time that starts. And then we get to May. About May is the time where it starts to get nice and you can go outside, right? But in between that, because it, it gets nice in the spring, but everything's so muddy and rainy and like you still kind of can't go outside and enjoy the outdoors as much as you want to unless you have some nice boots. Then you got to buy boots. Um, so there's like seven months of the year where it's really hard to enjoy the outdoors. And then the other, you know, where it's either winter. I mean, you could bundle up and enjoy the outdoors, I'm sure. Uh, Jared texting again, you can only help those who want to be helped. True. Can't really force people to not to, to get help drinking. I wish we could figure that out. Uh, if someone does want to receive help, don't waste your time. It's pointless and waste and a waste of resources. Yeah, someone doesn't want help. It's I don't know. Is that proven? Probably. If if they don't want help and you try to give them help, a lot of times people don't think they need help, right? Like I know I had a friend like that that just I think we took a road trip. Like 30 hours in the car, so we we have to talk about everything. Eventually we hit, we hit on everything. And I was like, "How much do you drink?" And this person doesn't they're not drinking or driving. They just, I just know they drink a lot. And they're, they told me, you know, about a case. And I'm like, okay, well, no, wait. How much do you drink? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this story in a minute. Uh, a couple other things I did want to talk about. We'll get to these after the news. I got to hit the news. So uh, the lacrosse center board chair uh, was on Wisdom this morning, I believe. So we'll talk about the Lacrosse Center project, forty-two million dollar expansion, and open house-ish, uh, kind of like a public session tomorrow, and it's going to be at five. So public sessions at five. So we, I, I feel like if we talk about it tomorrow, it's going from five to seven. It'll be too late. I want I want you guys to to know about this now, and just I mean I don't have a lot to say about the Lacrosse Center, but 
it's happening. Uh, also, voter purge in Wisconsin. Uh, that's going on. Possible voter purge. So we'll talk about that, too. After the break, we're going to do news here in a minute. And then we'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I always say that way too fast. 608-785-7914, Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I'm getting texts about the trivia contest. No, I don't remember when it is. Trivia contest. I'm trying to get Brad on a team or get my friends on Brad's team because Brad is a... Brad seems to be a, a whiz when it comes to trivia, of course. Uh, before the break, I was talking. I did mention the Lacrosse Center. If you guys want to talk about the Lacrosse Center renovation, uh, give me a call. We'll get to that in a minute. Before the break, though, I was talking about uh, the 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 on Alaska man that got pulled over and arrested for his ninth OWI. Then I was going to get into that, and then I was like, you know what, that's always kind of interesting like how do we get here how do we get to nine OWIs uh he was also on probation and so tried to run from on Alaska police I guess uh Bill texts in alcoholism alcoholism is not a disease it is a weakness it is the same as people who smoke cigarettes and cannot give that up it's addiction uh you decide where this goes you are your own victim I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into what "quote unquote" a disease is, but there's definitely people with an alcohol problem, and that problem gets to a point where it's beyond being a weakness. And the problem with alcohol versus cigarettes are that you can't really compare. Cigarettes have nicotine, and they're addictive in in one regard. Also. I can smoke a cigarette and drive a car. So maybe not, maybe shouldn't do that at the same time. Uh, it's kind of like being on your phone, right? Is there a law against smoking cigarettes and driving cars? I know there's a law against, uh, there are laws in places where smoking with your children in a car is illegal, but um, I would say that people have an alcohol problem and it's not just a weakness. But, uh, I was I was trying to talk about my friend who we went on a road trip. It's like thirty hours cross country out of the West Coast, and we get to talking about everything. And I know my friend drinks a lot, and so we got to talking about that. And I was just you know I was like out of curiosity, how much do you drink? And and then I didn't put stipulations on it. So I and then I go, no, no, okay. So if you're just at home alone and you're watching Netflix, nobody else is at the house, and you don't have anything to do, you're just chilling. You don't. You got to go to work tomorrow. Whatever. That's you know. There's just nothing on your agenda. How much you drinking? And he was like ten to twelve beers, a case of beer, and I was just like, whoa. Okay, that's a lot. That seemed to be like a lot. And I know he drinks a lot. And I was like, okay. And we got talking about his other drinking habits. And I go, do you know you have a drinking problem? And of course, he says, I don't have a drinking problem. And he goes, I can quit whenever I want. I just don't want to. 
just, these are all like red flags to me. I'm not, and I'm not any kind of expert in this area, but like you just, those are the red flags. Right. And I go, but why do you drink then? If you, you know, like you don't have anything to do. I mean, you could, you don't have to drink and then 10 to 12 beers a night when nothing's going on. seems like a lot of beer. So why do you drink? And he's like, I like the way it makes me feel. And I'm like, ah, okay. And we got into a little bit of an argument. I didn't, I didn't really want to fight him on it a lot, but I was just like, just think about it, man. Like seems to be a little bit of a drinking problem. Uh, Hank texts in. Alcoholism is a tragic disease. Too many friends have succumbed to it. Too many of his friends, I'm assuming. Uh, libertarian guy texts in. We get nine DUIs because the state does not take drunk driving seriously. Uh, he did He did go to jail for four years, I believe, for his eighth DUI or OWI or whatever you want to call it. Uh, there might have been other things in there. I'm not looking at like his arrest record at this point. I just I, And I was just going to mention this, but... I was, and then I thought, wow, nine is nine seems like a lot. I think the record is like seventeen or eighteen in the uh, in the state. The record, <laughs> such a terrible way to put it. Uh, Bill texts back. My point is, you have a choice. You don't have to drink. Don't have to smoke cigarettes. A disease gives you no choice. So, I'm saying addiction, disease. I think they're related. I'm not going to get into the definitions, but people get to the point where they don't have a choice. It's not like, oh, I'm weak and I need a drink. Like <laughs> People get to the point where they can't function. And cigarettes, it could be cigarettes. I just, cigarettes isn't as, as debilitating a thing as alcohol. Like you could smoke, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you could smoke 20 cigarettes in a, period of time i don't know a short period of time and be okay you can't have 20 drinks and be okay you're gonna be messed up and like and experience that with my friend he's like i don't have a problem i like the way it makes me feel i can quit whenever i want i just don't want to case of beer at night when nothing's going on i mean i've been there i've had many a beer but it was when it was a party, you know, or whatever. Uh, and then I went a long time without drinking a beer. I didn't really like beer anyway. I didn't like the way it made me feel. Then I went a long time without drinking beer. And then I uh, went to Chicago for a graduation party once. And uh, a, a mixed drink was like $14. I was like, oh, I'm good. I don't really want to go there. So I bought a beer and drank the beer and it made me choke. Like right in my throat, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe or swallow. It just really made me feel awful. Like I had to drink water. Drink water made me feel okay right away. But then that feeling of like my throat closing happened right again, right away after the water went through. And then I've figured out, oh, I'm allergic to something in beer, and so I don't drink beer anymore. But it was a weird thing. And then I went to the allergy doctor. I'm like, what's wrong with me? And they did a bunch of weird tests. They're like, you're, you're allergic to dust mites. And they did the prick test on your arm. And, and I'm like, everyone's allergic to dust mites. I'm like, what about the beer that's doing? And they're like, well, you shouldn't drink beer. You're allergic to it. I'm like, ah, here's $700. Thanks for that. I figured that one out on my own. Give me the answer. I gave you all this money. Well, there's something probably in beer that makes you feel that way. I got that. <laughs> 
But what is it? Because maybe it's in other things, and I want to figure it out, because then I can avoid that at all times. Nope, never got that answer. So I just don't drink beer. Didn't like it that much anyway. It was just cheaper. <laughs> uh, Hank the Tank texting back in, an answer to America's trouble with alcohol is to lower the drinking age to 14. Then kids can learn responsible alcohol use with their parents before they can drive. All right. But are kids going to do that, or are they just going to go buy beer from the gas station? <laughs> I suppose maybe your parents would have to, you still couldn't buy beer at 14. I mean, at this point, right, can't kids just drink beer as long as their parents are present? Lower the drinking age to 14 sounds crazy to me, actually. What? A kid's going to, <laughs> a kid at 14 is going to drink a whole bunch of beer lose all their inhibition and be like, oh, dad left his keys in the car. This will be fun and not even understand that mm, you you shouldn't be driving because you're not 16. I mean, that's what happens when you drink, right? Like you kind of lose your inhibition. So, no. <laughs> no, Fred, I don't think that... I don't think the answer is... Or no, Hank, I don't think the answer is to lower the drinking age to 14 so that... Kids can learn responsible alcohol use with their parents at 14 if they want without the drinking age being lowered to 14. My goodness. And I think there's probably some developmental problems there too to go along with a 14-year-old growing up and then drinking alcohol. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. All right, let's go to Scott's comment. One more news break. Talk about the lacrosse center dealings that's going on tomorrow quick. Uh, in this voter purge thing, I think we can move on from trying to solve alcoholism at this point. All right, we're going to be back right here on Wisdom. Scott's Comet coming up next. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608. Seven eight five seven nine one four. Trying to solve the alcoholism problem. Not doing a great job. <laughs> Guy in Onalaska got arrested for his ninth o- OWI. He hadn't had one in six years, and I believe he went to jail for, after the eighth one for four years. But he got another one. Thought it was. I don't know. You get you get one, and then you you probably shouldn't get another one. But nine is nine is a lot. <laughs> Obviously, I think seventeen or eighteen. I think is the most in Wisconsin ever, which seems just crazy. That person should. I don't know. Don't have all the answers. Don't have any answers really. But uh, Hank thought he had the answer uh, when it comes to, well, maybe drinking and driving. Hank said uh, lower the drinking age to 14. That way parents can teach their kids responsible alcohol use before they even can drive. Libertarian guy texts in and, and he said kids, parents can do that now. They can, because kids can drink parent, as long as a parent is present. So if you wanted to teach your kid responsible alcohol use before the age of 14, you would do that now. But if you lower the drinking age to 14, then kids are going to be at the gas station buying a bunch of booze 
or anywhere because it's not the gas station, wherever. Find a bunch of booze and then they're going to be all drunk and be like, hey, let's grab dad's car and go for a ride. And uh, because all their inhibitions are gone. So (laughs) I don't think that's the answer. If parents want to teach responsible alcohol use now, right, isn't isn't one of the, the trickier ways to teach your kids about alcohol is to get them really drunk at 14. Let's just use that number. 14, here, do a bunch of shots of vodka <laughs> or gin, like, right? Pick the worst thing and then get them super drunk. And, and then they're like, wow, I'm never drinking again. I mean, I had that feeling every couple of weekends in college, the never drinking again hangover the next day well you kid you make a kid do that at 14 is and then they're just going to stay away from drinking after that hopefully right or you opened up pandora's box uh jared did text in the problem with lowering the age to 14 parents would then have to be parents and pay attention to their kids and raise them still have to do that anyway uh we'll just end up with a bunch of drunk teenagers running around the high school yeah no drinking at the school Although the drinking age is 14. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Lacrosse Center tomorrow night. It's an open house, not an open house, a, a public information session. I guess you could go there and public input session. You could go there and talk about the $42 million expansion. It's going to happen. So 5 to 7 p.m. tomorrow, there's going to be a presentation at 6 p.m. They're going to show a video of what the building would look like remodeled. Uh, hopefully, it's not a big, giant white box. <laughs> I think the, the city learned after they said, here's a rendering of what the building shape might look like. And then everyone took that as, this is what it's going to look like? This is terrible. And it's like, no, that's not what it's going to look like. That's just the general sh- shape. Uh, but they also went in the Riverside Park. Nobody was happy with that, and the picture was awful. But then they sent out new renderings, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Um, all over just making the halls bigger so they could have bigger conventions, I guess, and also making the conventions they're having now happy during construction. So uh, center board Brent Smith, if you heard in the news, plan to have the building completed by March of 2021. And it's going to take a year. So start after probably the organic farming conference, because that's the biggest convention they have, I believe. Start after that, so you're not messing with that convention. And have it done before it starts the next year, right? And then making promises that all those conventions will happen. Um, I w- I'm a... When it comes to lacrosse center, if I was just like, hey, let's remodel this place, I would really like to see the Riverside Park of the Building featured, right? Like have a lot of windows overlooking the park, overlooking the river, almost like spin the building around so that that's all featured. Even when you're walking in, like you should be able to, and I know this isn't logistically going to work because of where the parking is. Obviously, you don't want parking in Riverside Park. You'd have to walk around the building to get in the building, which is silly. But, you know, if you could make it that way where you the front of the building was Riverside Park and that's where everyone congregated and, you know, just make it so the river. And that's probably I mean, that's part of what they're doing is they're going to feature the riverside of the park. 
and the Riverside Park, the Riverside of the building or the lacrosse center. Um, also, when I think about it, like, okay, we're just going to make more convention halls or more halls for weddings or like, what about improving where they play games and have sports and could you get more concerts in there and make that concert thing like a unique, amazing experience? It's $42 million. I don't know if that's enough money to make that amazing or way too much money or way not enough money. Would have been sweet to have the Milwaukee Bucks G League team, their minor league team, play there. That's all, that's always, I'm always going to bring that up because Milwaukee Bucks then moved their G League team to Oshkosh. Oshkosh had a private company build a an arena. And now that arena, that company is not making payments on their arena. So kind of a mess in Oshkosh where the G League team plays there. Hey, maybe there's an opening to get the Bucks back. And I just, I'm always, I, I think the Bucks wanted a lot of control when it came to that. So I, I don't think the city wanted to relinquish all that control, but, or maybe it was too much work to have, a team's home court in town, and we have to cater to that team all the time. We know maybe it was too much. I don't know. I feel like you can't use that building enough. I feel like that building should be used every night. We play volleyball a couple nights a week. We go to a, one of the schools and use the gym. The gym's nice. But it would be cool if everybody played in the lacrosse center all the time. I mean, the part of the hype of playing sports oh wow we get to play in the lacrosse center i know a lot of high schools when i was in winona they were super excited about playing at winona state oh wow we get to winona state at that time it won a national championship lost the national championship at the buzzer if the high schools got far enough into the playoffs it was a big deal to go play at winona state when i was in high school in the appleton area it was a big deal to go play at the resch center in green bay wow are we gonna get to we never did we always lost to stupid kimberly <laughs> Little Hortonville losing to Kimberly. Uh, but it was always like, hey, if we win this game, we get to go play in the Rush Center. And, and looking back, I'm like, who, who cares? The Rush Center, whatever. But at that time, it was cool. And QWGB plays there, I think. They used to. Um, and I don't know if the kids in school now, if they, if the high schoolers who, you know, they play a couple of tournaments over winter break at the lacrosse center. There's a couple of big tournaments. I kind of wonder, do the do the students there like, oh, wow, we're going to get to play in the lacrosse center. I think I'd, ra- I'd rather, because nothing plays there. I mean, that's where the, you know, the old ABA team, um, I'm just drawing a blank. That's where they used to play, but nobody, no kids care about that stuff anymore. I can't even remember it. I wasn't here during that time, so it's just not a thing uh, fresh in my in my memory. But yeah, I don't even. I, I bet students nowadays probably don't even care about playing in the lacrosse center. But I could be wrong. Then again, I I I, I would rather play games in the lacrosse center, like city league basketball tournament games. That'd be cool. You could get a couple of them going on. Everyone congregates there. I know there was a used to be a big winter volleyball tournament at the lacrosse center. I always thought that was super fun. Everyone's hanging out. Yeah, Hank, I went to Hortonville. <laughs> so I, I'm from Greenville originally. 
I'm getting a text from Hank. He's he's from Appleton. Uh, go to the phones here. Eric from Sparta. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, when is Mr. Keith Knudsen coming back on again? He at least makes your show interesting because it's so boring. But I'm listening, so you're making your money off your advertising. I was wondering, when is he coming back to your show? Thanks a lot, Rick. <laughs> Eric's always a roller coaster. He's listening, but he's bored. He wants Keith Knutson on. The last time Keith Knutson came on, he asked him about abortion. While we're obviously talking about Keith Knutson's a political scientist at Viterbo, I bring him on so we could discuss Trump. I don't like discussing Trump just willy nilly. At least he's a political scientist. I can go off that, right? Uh, then Eric called and asked him about abortion and Viterbo's view on that. So Eric, you won't. I won't even. I'm not going to take your call if Keith Knutson didn't hear if you're going to do that. Like that was just a not cool, essentially. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back after this right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here, 608-785-7914. People asking about Eric and his situation. I don't know. <laughs> I refrain from commenting on on that. Uh, Saturday, so uh, I had a couple friends talking about this. No, I lost the page. There it is. Uh, a trivia fundraiser on Saturday for the Lacrosse Youth Symphony Orchestra. It's on Saturday at the Concordia Ballroom, I believe is by West Avenue and Lacrosse Street, somewhere in that area. Uh, it's going to be at 6 p.m. Trivia starts at 7. Teams of 6 to 10 people, $25 per team. Uh, just Google Lacrosse Youth Symphony Orchestra, and I think it'll be on their page there. I'm kind of looking at the flyer right now. Brad Williams is creating an army of 10 people. I think... Uh, Midwest Family's a sponsor. Wisdom's a sponsor. One of a, one of the two is a sponsor, so he's trying to get a team together. I will not be attending trivia. I leave that for people that are actually good at trivia. Uh, but if you want to get a team, go check out Lacrosse Youth Symphony Orchestra inaugural trivia fundraiser. Sounds like it'd be pretty fun. Uh, Hank's just sending me random texts. Uh, I want to get to this other thing real quick, but Lacrosse Center public input session tomorrow at the Lacrosse Center, 5 to 7 p.m. So I'll bring it up tomorrow too, but at that point, it'll be 5 o'clock. So you guys will be like, oh, the presentation though is at 6. They're going to they're gonna shoot out a video of what the building's going to look like after the remodeling. So if you want to check that out tomorrow, 6 p.m. is when that starts, but the doors open at 5. And it's an input session, so you can go... Yell, fix the roads. Why are you spending $42 million on Lacrosse Center? Fix the roads. Uh, there's a complaint about in Wisconsin that could make 234,000 Wisconsin voters ineligible. Uh, the conservative law firm, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, they're arguing the State Elections Commission broke the law. Something about, something about giving people two years to confirm where they live. 
as opposed to 30 days. The, the whole idea is that they send out, you know, however they get the 234,000 names, they send out a postcard and you, you're supposed to return it. You know, hey, do you live here? I don't know what the postcard looks like. Maybe some of you got this thing. And if you don't return it, you know, then you're, you, you're, you risk being purged from the voter rolls. And, you know, I don't want to get into all the details about how you end up at that position, but I feel like if I get stuff in the mail from somebody, and just about anything in the mail, right? Like, I'm just like, I don't know if this is actually from the thing that it says it's from. It's kind of like all these scams you get on the phone, right? Or email or just anything. Like, everything seems like a scam to me. So anytime, like, the state or the the country sends me a thing in the mail or email or phone call i'm always like "Eh, that's you sound like a scam i'm not replying to this i don't know how you prove it (laughs) one way or the other but it sounds like a scam uh the one way to to not be on this voter purge would be to go vote unless you're in ohio they're purging 235,000 names from the rolls but the uh they what they're calling moderate republicans who tried to do this instead of they tried to they open this up to the public. Here's how. Here's the process. Here's who we we purged, and that resulted in you know advocacy groups going, oh, you shouldn't have purged all these forty thousand. Like you have forty thousand people on this list that are incorrectly purged. So uh, at least they did that. They opened it up to the the public, but they still screwed it up initially. But yeah, in Ohio, two hundred thirty five thousand names purged. Wisconsin could be two hundred thirty four thousand. Voters purged. Uh, by the way, President Donald Trump won Wisconsin by 23,000 votes. All right, that's going to do it. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Wisdom.